And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Infinity. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners and you're very welcome to another edition of your We Are Me podcast with Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan and uh, Davey, I suppose an apology to our listeners that uh, our We Are Me podcast is going out a day later than usual um, we usually have this out on a Sunday evening it's going to be good out on the Monday evening but uh, due to unforeseen circum- circumstances um, Davey, you, you needed some painkillers after your uh, match on the weekend and the only place you could get them was in Blackwater and in Kells. Yeah, absolutely, Mickey. I was just going to say it was a combination of St. Bridget's, the Blackwater Inn and George Plunkett are to blame for this podcast that only gone out on, on Monday yeah. night as opposed to Sunday. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, my year came to a halt as well as yours last week. So we, the two of us fell at the semi-final hurdle. Um, but uh, fair play to you. Oldest ever uh, inclusion into the We Are Cavan team of the week, Mickey Brennan. So congratulations <laughs> on that last week. Uh, that last week uh, uh, cheers, lad. Cheers, lad. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Can you make this week's We Are Me team of the week? And we could do the double. Um, both of us going out at semi-final stage and maybe both of us making it into the We Are Me team of the week. But that's to be um, to be seen uh, later in the week, of course. The Kiko Sports Team of the Week will be announced later in the week. We'll have the Blackwater Inn Player of the Week and the Top Scorer of the Week for last weekend's Football Championship action all across the county. There was a whole host of games being played, Davey, and we're going to go straight to the Junior B, and we're going to go and rip your plaster off. As you said, you lost out to uh, St. Bridget's on Sunday afternoon. This played in Kilmainham. Um, one eleven to St. Bridget's. 2-6 to Courtown. Courtown trailing at half-time, midway through the second half, brought it back to be level and just weren't able to see out the job. And I suppose if you're going to see out the job, you're going, you're going to need 15 players on the field. If you don't have 15, you'll definitely need 14. But if you don't have 14 on the team, <laughs> on the field, you're going to need 13. If you don't have 13, you're going to need 12. You'll not win anything with 11 players, Davey. Uh, in soccer, you might. <laughs> um, my my marker turned around to me towards the latter stages, and he says, "How many um, how many being sent off constitutes the game being abandoned?" And I says, "Jesus, don't give us ideas." Um, but <laughs> I think it's I think it's six if you're left with nine. I think you is it right? Yeah. Uh, it's a funny one because it wasn't the dirtiest of games. Like it, you know, I, I thought. There were six red cards in total. You haven't done Bridget's either. Bridget's got two straight reds. <laughs> so like they finished with a very modest 13 players. Um, but, but yeah, I suppose two separate instances uh, with with the two f- sets of first red cards for us and them. 
And then at the end, we had two guys sent off uh, for sort of descent, uh, maybe we'll call it. And uh, that was literally with, in the last 30 seconds of the game. We, but Yeah, no, I was going to say, look, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll hold back on explaining what happened for the red cards for a special podcast. But I, I suppose bring it back to the game uh, very, very quickly. Um, you were level, you know, midway through that second half. You said clawed back a three-point deficit. Five. Cut back a five-point yeah, but midway, okay, six-point deficit, you had clawed back to get back on level terms and just weren't able to see it. The job was a bit of tongue-in-cheek about the, the force ending off. Um, black card in the first half as well. But, you know, and I suppose there's no such thing as a a moral victory. Um, you beat St. Bridget's a couple of weeks ago. You just put it up to them again uh, on the weekend, gone. We did, yeah, and, and like I was just talking to Mickey Flood after it, and he, you know he was mightily relieved. He was saying that Carton have always been St. Bridget's bogey side, and uh, I have to give our lads credit, Mickey, because if you said to me six weeks ago we'd have been in a semi final and we kicking the ball away from beating Bridget's in a semi final, I, I don't think too many people would have believed you, uh, both inside the club and outside. So the lads deserve great credit, and even the way in which we rallied in the game, like six points down, it was very similar to the group game actually. You know, they raced into a three-point lead. We we eventually got going, but we were poor in the first half. Second half, we were we were brilliant. Uh, but yeah, that black card in the first half killed us and the, the few reds in the second. But uh, very, very happy with the performance. Obviously, disappointed to lose it. But um, credit to Bridget. They're a really good side. And, um, you know, I think deserved, deservedly into the final now. Yeah, yeah. Um, similar. We're both in the kind of same frame of mind after our... Uh, at both of our losses in semi-finals we came up against really good teams gave a good account of ourselves could have stolen the game um, yeah. but you know you have to give kudos to the team that have beaten you in the semi-final and go on to the final so well done to Bridges in the other of the semi-finals it was Slane 12 Drumcondrit 1-5 the goal coming for Drumcondrit in the dying embers of this game it was a very convincing win for Slane Davy. and uh, well, we, we'll see what should be a really entertaining uh, junior final between Slane and St. Bridget's? I think it'll be a cracking game, Mickey. There's yeah. only a point between them in the group game uh, in favour of Bridget's and Slane have just got better and better since that game. You know, they've won three games in a row now. Defensively, they're excellent. They're only shipping six or seven scores a game. Uh, they'll put it right up to Bridget's. Should be a great final. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, that was the Junior B. Of course, there's no relegation in Junior B. We go straight to the Ballery's Bar Restaurant, I guess, accommodation Junior A Championship. And the relegation final, St. Ulton, Stevie's Noisy Neighbours, one thirteen, Minality, one goal and 12. We said it was going to be a rumble in the jungle. It was played up in Carlinstown. Two uh, Northmead sides doing battle. And St. Ulton's came out the right side of a one-point victory. In the semi-finals on Saturday, it was Dunsany, 2-22. Ballon Lock, uh, seven points. Dunsany heaping more misery on Northmead. And then the battle of the two most northerly teams in Mead, probably Castletown and Sidon. Well, two of the most northerly teams in uh, Mead, Castletown and Sidon. And Castletown coming away with the bragging rights in that local derby, 118 to Sidon's one goal and nine, Davy. But, um, you know, two very comfortable looking winners in the semi finals in Dunsany and Castletown. But Alton's a minority. That was a humdinger of a game. It was a brilliant game on Friday night, which I was at. Um, you haven't heard the last of this game either, Mickey, I believe. Um, there was no injury time played. 
there wasn't a second of injury time played in it. Uh, so naturally, Minolti felt quite aggrieved after the game. Like if you, I'm sure you were listening to the commentary. As soon yeah. as Darren Kavanagh kicked the point, the whistle went like instantly. Um, and there was a bit of stoppages, you know, in that second half. So I, I'm not sure what's, what's going to happen next with it. Listen, as you say, Ulton's won the game at the end of the day. And, um, kudos I to them for that. But I don't but think anything, I don't think anything can happen. Yeah, p- possibly not. Um, but Minolti will be sicking. Like, they led by four points yeah. through the second half and didn't see the game out. So you have yourself to blame for that. They had a black card as well and that killed them for a while. But credit to Ulton's, to be honest with you, it looked bleak for them. Uh, really, really did. And they, they somehow managed to dig it out, inspired by the penalty from Darren Kavanagh. That was huge. And he, he went on to kick the winner then. Uh, massive victory for them and a gut wrench and one for Minolti. Yeah, and uh, that is one of our featured games. A number of featured games across all championships. Do head on over to our Patreon service, uh, Patreon forward slash We Are Mead for the Loyal Royals podcasts, where you will get full reviews of all of these games. And, of course, we have interviews from uh, all the featured games from the weekend as well. So, um, Davey, really, really disappointed that he won't get to face off against St. Dalton's next year in the Junior B Championship. So, uh, St. Dalton's... Or the Junior A. A. Or the Junior A is right. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, We'll move on now to the Mead Farm Group Intermediate Football Championship and the relegation final there. Uh, Drumbara Emmets, one goal in 13. Clonnick Gale, 15 points, Davey. And... If I'm not mistaken, I think in both of our predictions, we went for Clonna Gale to get the victory here. Trumbara Emmett's just clawing a, um, a one-point victory in this one. Yeah, uh, we've got plenty of stick about it as well online um, from, from the Drumbara faithful. Um, thank God they didn't win a championship because um, winning the relegation final, they've, they've done enough celebrating with that. But listen, it's a huge victory for them nonetheless. I think it's their fifth successive year in relegation playoffs in intermediate football and they've got out with them each of the last five and they needed an injury time penalty from Huey Corcoran to to win this game and the penalty was actually chipped over the bar because it was the last act of the game draw a match and he just chipped it over the bar and Keith Sheeran blew the full-time whistle and Drabara won by a point. Clannagale missed an awful lot, didn't miss anything last week um, but but you know, a lot of basic errors. They were inspired by the brilliant Shane McInerney, Mickey, in his early 40s. He kicked something like five or six points from playing and an outstanding performance, rolling back the years, but wasn't enough. And great win for Drumbara. Um, they'll be in the Intermediate Championship again for another year. Yeah, it's a funny thing. I'm, I'm looking for our predictions from last week, Davey, and I just can't seem to find them, um, which is... Uh, Quite convenient, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but we'll have to look back on them. Um, we'll move on then to the semi-finals of the intermediate. Two very convincing winners, it has to be said. Dunchocklin, which we thought would go Dunchocklin's favour with a bit to spare. Two nineteen against Nobbers, ten points. Fairness to Nobber, they did put up uh, a good fight in this game. It was only in the last. 15 minutes that Dunchocklin really stretched away from them. Um, they did look comfortable throughout, but really stretched their lead in the last 10 minutes. Jalik Bellewston, 4-17, Dundery, 7 points. A complete capitulation from Dundery and an awesome performance added into it from Jalik Bellewston. Oh, they were unbelievable, Mickey. It was the performance of the weekend. It was probably the performance of... Um of the championship really from Dulik Bellusin. They were absolutely outstanding. Dundry were terrible. Now let you know, uh, as I always say, let's call a spade a spade and you have to take that into consideration as well. But Dulik Bellustown, the the intensity, the physicality 
the the pace, the tackling, everything. It was just one of those complete performances where everything slipped into into where it should, and it was an amazing display from them. Um, but I, I'm not sure where it went wrong for Dundry, Mickey. They just like we thought it was a fifty fifty. I went to League Bellingstown, you went Dundry. You could have easily went the other way. I thought it could have been a draw. It, it was an amazing uh, performance, great win for them. And on the back of that performance, they'll certainly give Dunshockland plenty to think about in the final. Yeah, and they absolutely will. And uh, yeah, we did think that that one was going to be an extremely close game, but um, it did go in favour of Delique Bellingstown with plenty to spare. Davy, in the senior relegation um, games played on uh, at the weekend on Friday night, St. Column Kills just got the better of Centralstown, reversed their fortunes from group uh, round one of the group stages, and in fairness, did their best to lose this game probably. And uh, I just came out the right side of three-point victory in the end, but Centralstown had them on the ropes for long and long in this game. Oh, they did, yeah. Um, six points up, you know, for most of the game. Uh, but in fairness to the kills in the second half, they clawed the game back, you know, and, and really just kicked points. They left an awful lot behind them. I think Flash Gordon made a couple of terrific saves as well. Um, you just feel that, like, if Sandstone had Cahill Finnegan did have won this game, probably with a bit to spare. But Column Kills would be mightily relieved to get out of town and that extra time victory. It, they were probably always likely to have more strength and depth to kick on in extra time, and they did just that. Um, it's a huge win for them just to get out of, out of jail. Uh, Sandstone will be gutted, you know, and they'll have to go again for another two weeks. But they'll, they'll have seen enough in the last two performances against Dun- Dunmore Ashburn and Column Kills to suggest that they will go into the relegation final as as favourites, um, but they still need to go and, and get that victory, which has been elusive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is for sure. And Ballinabracky took on Navin O'Matneys on Saturday. And uh, Ballinabracky coming out victors here, 13 points to four. And, you know, never looked in danger in this one, Davy. And Navin O'Matneys, who looked like they were getting a bit of form uh, over the last number of weeks in the final stages of the championship and everything, they seem to be, you know, just starting to pull things together. All fell apart for them again at the weekend. Yeah, things aren't good in Avon O'Matney's, Mickey. Um, I know numbers aren't good at training and, and all sorts of things like, so it's, it's not, not a happy place to be at the moment. And that's reflective in, in their results as of late. You're right. They did have a bit of momentum. Um, you know, Probably towards the end of the league, start of the championship, but that's that's diminished now. That's gone. Only putting up four points is is a terrible return, really. Um, to be fair, they've normally been scoring well, but conceding a lot. Balnebracky just put them to the sword here. Put up thirteen points, but to limit them to just four was outstanding. It was a great performance from Balnebracky. And do you know what? The biggest compliment that that I think we could pay Balnebracky is that I I or I think you never felt that they were ever going to go down. Like yeah. so they've come up into senior and okay, they've been in relegation trouble for the last two years, but we never felt they were yeah. ever going to be relegated. And I think that's testament to how they've established themselves in senior football. Um and it's great credit to them. And they really embraced the challenge. Like after the Simonstown game, it would have been easy for them to to kind of put the heads down and feel sorry for themselves losing on penalties. They didn't. They got back on it the Tuesday night, trained hard for two weeks and put in a great performance, and it's a huge win for them. Yeah, it is massive, massive win, and you know, like, never doubted them. Like, we never thought that they'd be in relegation trouble, but you know, the, the the way that the championship is structured at the moment, it is a bit skewed, and there are some teams that are going into relegation that really ought to be, you know, safe 
at the very least and not having to play a relegation game. Um, and, and I do think that Ballinabracchi are one of them. Should their records, you know, says it all for themselves. I think they've got four senior championship wins, two draws in uh, in, in two years. You know, that's 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 a hell of a record as well for for Ballinabracchi. So well done to them. Have you barely the patience to listen to a thirty-second ad? Well, then at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955-1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. We'll be down at the in Centralston for relegation and for the intermediate qualifiers for 2023. Who will be going down? Who will be staying up? Um, you know, you consider Centristown to be a Navin team, like four kilometres, four four miles, five miles out the road, uh, out the Boyne Road. You know, it's it's worrying times to see, and, and Simonstown as well were in relegation. They're the three meet Navin teams that are in senior championship. You know, you wouldn't probably say Wolf Tones were Navin. Um, you wouldn't drag them into that. They would definitely not say that they're Navin. Um, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. So it's worrying to see What's going on around the teams in Navin? Waterstown, Bective, Simonstown, uh, Navin um, But what about Dunchocklin? Well, uh, no, I, <laughs> I'm kind of looking at it with more the heavyweights. Like this, this yeah. 10, 12 years ago was the senior final. And here we yeah. are. Same with Dunchocklin and Navin O'Matney's last year. Like it's a really attractive looking game. But you have to actually take yourself away from it and look at the, the cold hard facts and Navin O'Matneys have been struggling now for five or six years. Dunshockland were struggling for five or six years. Sanchetown have been down there kind of, you know, screen from time to time. So, unfortunately, the, the, the power has shifted, you know, from, from those teams who were challenging 10, 15 years ago to the ones that are challenging now. Your Atotes, um, you know, uh, Kells, Dunboyne in recent times. It's it's kind of shifted up to that side of the county, and and tones are probably the exception to the rule, really, in many respects. Is it wor- certainly in recent years they have been. But is it worrying around Navan? Do you know that that nucleus around Navan? When you look at Bective Waterstown, Simonstown, Navan O'Matney's, uh, Centralstown, you know, and we don't have at the minute a team in that area. That's that's a huge catchment area. Uh, there's plenty of players for all the teams but nobody's really setting the world alight but but I suppose with Navin O'Matney's just to use them as an example like their underage teams have been struggling for, for a good few years yeah. now they haven't really contested too many Division 1 finals over the last decade and I think that's that's evidenced by their team nowadays that they're probably just not up to the similar standard that they were it is concerning to answer your question and with a population the size of Navin it, it probably shouldn't happen but in other way these things can go unfortunately sometimes and um, it, it's it's worrying times for for Navan O'Matney, Simonstown, 
Um, and obviously back to out the road, like they're an intermediate and they're they're fairly well established in that. But yeah, it's it, it's concerning. You don't like to see it, but it is yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe that maybe there's bigger numbers and more commitment up around uh, South Mead heading for the Dublin border. But anyway, that's a debate for another day. Moving on, anyway, to the two Ferrier Steel Senior Championship semi-finals. Uh, the first one on Sunday afternoon, Summerhill 110, Wolf Tones 5 points, Davy. I was right. I was bloody right. You know, the, the Wolf Tones just couldn't get a team together for Sunday. They were very unfortunate with the amount of it. Look, they came up against a really strong Summerhill side. There's no doubt about it. And an 8-point victory for Summerhill. And I told 3-11, Nafina 9 points. Two convincing winners. And probably the two standout teams so far this year in Mead Club Football, in Senior Club Football, in Summerhill and Rathout. And we should be treated to an unbelievable final. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, Summerhill were very impressive in, in very different ways to the w- way in which Rathout were, Mickey, because for me, it was all about Summerhill's defensive screen that was outstanding. Like, we've seen what they could do against screen. They put up, what was it, 218 or 219? Um but this was all about limiting Wolf Tones to, to absolute crumbs. Nothing. They got a point in the second half. It came two minutes into the second half, a free from Ward. And that was their last score of the game. Absolutely incredible. And at the time, that only put Wolf Tones a point away from Summerhill. Summerhill just went on to completely brush them aside in that second half. Strength and depth they have. Uh, defensive unity. They haven't conceded a goal since May. Summerhill in league or championship. There's a stat now. And... Uh, to do that to Wolf Tones, having, having seen what Wolf Tones did to kill Colin Kill the last day, incredible. And for Retoat, that was a statement of intent. People were probably thinking about Retoat going into this game that they're just cruising along, you know, in second or third gear and they could go up at any given stage. Well, they did. You know, they, they really turned in an impressive performance. Nafina were well off it. I was disappointed with them. Um, but you have to give credit to Retoat. They were really sharp, took their goals well. And uh, yeah, it'll be a fantastic final in a fortnight's time. Yeah, really can't wait to um, do our previews on them. But in advance of that, you will have the reviews from last weekend. All those games that we're after talking about there, we will be doing full reviews of them. We do have interviews from uh, the majority of those games as well. So do head on over to our Loyaloids podcast and uh, sign up for the We Are Mead. Um, sorry, Patreon forward slash We Are Mead for the price of a coffee. Uh, one coffee, €4.50, will get you what? About 20 to 25 podcasts a, a month. Incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's, it's so, so, um, what's the word, Davey? Um, worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, Davey Rispin is worth it. He's now working, working for L'Oreal as well. Um, Davey, um, I suppose looking forward to next weekend. Um, you being the, the, the buff Rispin of Mead. Um, the hurling finals are on. And um, we have the Key Windows and Doors Junior Two Hurling Championship Final taking place on Saturday in Park Tolchin at two PM and St. Pat's will take on Kildalki in that one. Uh, on Saturday also at four o'clock in Park Tolchin in the intermediate final. Dunnery, who lost heavily on the weekend in the intermediate semi final of the football, will have to lift themselves up and dust themselves off because they will face off against Ratmaline in the junior inter, sorry, intermediate final. Four o'clock on Saturday. And then on Sunday at half two, it is the Senior Hurling Championship final. And uh, that will see Rathout and Trim coming up against each other. So we have uh, plenty of um, hurling to come. 
next weekend and we'll know well obviously we we know now that the, the only double that's left is for Rathod. Um and I said on last week's podcast as well I think that it was 1938 that Kilmessen did it they did do it in 1938 Kilmessen but which I did say to you at the time on the podcast I thought that they would have done it believe in the early 80s uh, Navin O'Matneys did the Hurling and Football Senior Championship double as well. Yeah, it's still approximately forty years ago. Do you know it's it's a long, long time. Um, and look at Rotot of two big uh, hurdles to still get over, but but they're there, and I suppose they were there in twenty twenty as well. Actually, you know, uh, but just couldn't couldn't get the job done. Um, but it's the first half of that huge potential double for them. But they won't get it easy against the trim side who are purring at the minute. They were so so good the last day against Kildalki, and uh, promises to be another great final between these two. Um, the intermediate final will be good as well. Like two great first teams in Dunderry and Ratmaline. Dunderry yeah. will be hurting a bit after last week. I think um, literally and metaphorically as well, I thought they, they picked up a couple of knocks and niggles and uh, they'll need to be treated this week. But they, they should be absolutely fine. Rat Maline, um will be primed and ready to go. They've had kind of two weeks to solely prepare for this one. Uh, so you'd imagine from that perspective, maybe Rat Maline are at a marginal advantage to Dunry, but but we shall see. And in the other game, great for some pats. Great to see them in the final as well. You know, that's their first team. Uh, they take on Kildalki. That's their third team. Um, yeah. But... That that will mean a huge amount to St. Pat's if they can get the victory in that. I know they're absolutely gunning for this final. So uh, best of luck to all the teams. But Pat's in particular, great to see them in a, in a hurling final. Yeah, the work that they've done over there in Eastmead has been phenomenal. And to be out on their own um, with a hurling team and looking for their first uh, junior two to go up to junior A would be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, and Davy, I'm going to ask you for your predictions on the three games. I suppose looking at the senior game, Trim and Rathout, um Rathout, who squeezed through uh, to the quarterfinals. Trim have been quite steady when it came to the hurling all year, or through to a semi-final from uh, the senior championship group A, um, uh, had finished second in the group. You know, would you be putting your money on Trim to uh, do the double over a tote in, in the space of two years? Uh, I I wouldn't put too much on it now. Uh, I I'd probably just give them the nod, all right. But it, it's a very tentative one. It, it could literally go either way. Um, it's there's never anything between them really when they play. It'll be a high quality affair. I do think again, Trim probably not having the football again could just solely focus in on this, and it, it's slight advantage maybe in, in ways. But Rotot have been juggling both of them absolutely fine all year, so that shouldn't be an issue for them. Um, I'll just go with Trim, Mickey. Um. Do you want to go against me? Uh, well, look, just for the crack, I mean, as well, I'm going to say Rathod. I just, do you know what? Funny thing is, is that I've had a feeling about Rathod for a while now, um, like four or five weeks, that the double could right be, since they got through, since they scraped through in that uh, in the group stages from the Hurling, I just felt that the, maybe there's something turning for them, and I think they could do the double this year. Um Davy, well, obviously they can, they, they could do it because uh, they're in both of the finals. Um, Davy in the intermediate, Rat Maline or Dundery, um, two really good, solid first teams here. Yeah, I think I'll go Rat Maline. I think I said it last week that I just fancy them to maybe to maybe do it. Uh, they've they've picked up form now. Dundery have as well, and it'll be a really close game. It'll probably be dominated by freeze as well. So. Um, whichever free taker is is you know up to standard, they'll they'll probably have a huge say in this. But um, I'll just go Ratmalai. When was the last time Ratmalai were in a final, a county final? I think it's something like 
12 years ago. 12 years ago, is it? Yeah, uh, 10 years. T- t- 2012. Yeah. And Dundry have been a couple of county finals. Yeah, I think uh, t- 2019 was Dundry's last, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, well, then, well, purely based on the experience of finals, I'm going to say Dundry then, Davy. Uh, and again, just to oppose you. Yeah. And then finally, St. Pat's or Kildalki's third team. You'd have to be going for the first team here, Davy, wouldn't you? Ah, you would, yeah. Romantic at heart. Like, you'd like to see the first team doing it. But Kildalki will, will definitely have something to say about that. Like, they were going for a treble two weeks ago. Senior, intermediate and junior. Uh, now it's down to one. And, you know, the irony of it being their third team. But, did you know, that'll mean a huge amount to them as well going into this. But you'd imagine Pats would surely have the upper hand in terms of sheer numbers, really. Yeah, um, it's, it's incredible to think Kildalki is such a small area. Um, their senior and intermediate teams got to both with the semi-finals, and their third team get to the junior two final as well, which is phenomenal stuff uh, for such a small little area out there to have three teams going so well. Anyway, that is the hurling fixtures for the upcoming weekend. Davy, you have some camogie fixtures, I believe, for us for the weekend. Uh, Camogie results, Mickey, from last weekend. Um, it was the semi-finals, so there wa- wasn't just in the football. Uh, there was semi-finals last weekend. There was a whole host in the Ecom Merchant Solutions Senior Hurling Championship. Group A will start with, and Kilmesson laid down a huge marker with a landslide victory over Dundry, four fifteen to one six. It finished in that one, where they'll be joined by their old foes, Nafina. Nafina defeated Retoth. Two eleven to eight points, so it sets up that Mount Water and final, which we've seen pretty much every year for the last number of years in Kilmesson and Nafina in a couple of weeks' time. Um, in Senior B, there was uh, one semi-final down for decision, and that was uh, a victory for Blackhall Gales, who defeated St Peter's Dunboyne three eleven to one nine. Intermediate semi-finals then, Trim recorded a very handsome victory over Dunham or Ashburn. It finished Trim 115, Dunham or Ashburn four points. And in the other game, it took extra time to split Kildalki's, uh, Kildalki and Kilmesson's second string, but it was Kildalki who narrowly defeated Kilmesson, 11 points to 1-7 uh, after extra time. So really low scoring, but very um, tight tussle between those two. So it's going to be Kildalki and and trim to contest the intermediate final in a couple of weeks' time. Excellent. And uh, I suppose uh, Nafina and Kilmesson, as you said in that, the old foes, they know plenty about each other over the last number of years. And um, Kilmesson having the lion's share of victories and finals. But I think Nafina have won to their name, don't they, as well, in the last couple of years? Yeah, I think they broke the broke the chain, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they did it two or three years ago. So uh, they'll be looking to do it again and... and uh, Get over uh, this this dominant Kilmesson side, but uh, they've been absolutely incredible champions. Davy, we have some LGFA uh, fixtures coming up, but we had one final played last weekend, and of course it was the inaugural Junior F final, and uh, Clan McGale won that on a scoreline of four goals and ten to Moyla's one goal and four. It just shows you how far Mead Ladies football has come on when we when they had to introduce a Junior F. Uh, championship into it as well. Like it's just incredible stuff. The growth in Mead of ladies football has been phenomenal. And um, the fixtures for next weekend, uh, David, you'll be interested in this one in Waterstown on Sunday at two p.m. It's Minalvi against St Dalton's in the Junior A final. So there could be celebrations out in Bormean uh, yet, or will they be going over to Minalvi uh, in the intermediate final? It's Screen against Nafina, and that's at four thirty in Waterstown on Sunday. So that's a nice little double header there. Um, and then uh, the big one 
on Sunday in Rath- or sorry on Saturday in Rathout at 3 p.m. It is Dunboyne against Dunshotland Royal Gales. And Davy, when when we look at that, obviously last year we had that amazing fixture where we had the double header in Park Colchin. It hasn't happened this year. Somebody was asking, you know, why wasn't it just wasn't available? Uh, Park Talchin wasn't available for Saturday for their final. Um, but you know, it'll the fact that it's in Rathout and it's Dunboyne and Dunshotland. Royal Gales should mean that they should get a massive, massive crowd over to that game in Rathout, and it'll be like a little, a little uh, a bowl, and the atmosphere will be fantastic in it. Yeah, and I think the game will match it. To be honest with you, Mickey, yeah. I really do think uh, Dunshockland and Royal Gales are prime for a good crack at St Peter's Dunboyne. Obviously, no Vicky Wall, you know, which is going to be a huge blow to Dunboyne. They've been just doing enough this year; like they haven't been blowing teams away with the authority that they were twelve months ago. And I think that's what will give Dunshockland and Royal Gales great confidence and hope going into this game. Um, also, the fact that their performances have been really, really good and, and consistent throughout as well. Um, Shane Farley's doing a terrific job. He's got a really well-assembled backroom team, the likes of Jared Doherty, Irene Munley, Ellie Lane. Um, you know, they've, they've, they've done, done an awful lot of things right over the last number of years and they've steadily kind of built their way up to this point. And this is going to be the asset test for them. Um, but I do think it'll be probably the best final that we've had in a number of years. Hopefully it, it lives up to that. Yeah, the Chocolate Royal Gales have a star-studded management team, so they do. Um, Irene, as you said, and, and, and Ellie, one coming from the Ultons and one coming from Simonstown. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, uh, and, and Jared Doherty, another one. And Jared yeah, Doherty as well, yeah. from Ultons as well. Like, you know, great pedigree, great history of winning senior championships. You know, and then, the, the, obviously, with some of the players that they possess and, and, and this year's um, probably... Player of the Year um, uh, in Nevo Sullivan, and not only that, she was the the Player of the Match in the All Ireland Final. And um, you know, Dunshockland Royal Gales, this they will be eyeing this one up, and they won't fear Dunboyne in this final, Davy. They won't. No, they, they have some great players. You, you mentioned um, Neve. You have Neve Galogli as well. Yeah, Neve such an instrumental player as well. Um, Christina Troy has gone playing the big ball as well, and and she's a real force in the middle of the field for them. Um, so they've got great strength and depth. I, I think Dunboyne will be well aware of what they possess. But Dunboyne themselves, they're the champions. Yeah. Uh, is it three in a row they're going for? Or possibly even four, is it, at this stage? Four. Um, you know, they're a quality outfit. Really, really good. Brenda Quinn's done an amazing job there as well. And um, they're rightfully going to go into the game as favourites, but not as warm a favourites as they would have went into the Central Town Decider 12 months ago. Yeah, well, that game, as we said, 3pm on Saturday in uh, Rathout and uh, what a great venue to be playing that game as well. Um, so best of luck to both Dunboyne and Dunshotland Royal Gales in the ladies' senior football final on Saturday. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910
or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Ottomore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Time to go and do our lottos, Davey. I'm going to give you my one straight away so I can just take a rest then and wait for you to finish. Uh, Simon sends lotto last week, 1,350, no winner. Match three winners, only one, and it was Vinnie McCoy. The numbers from are 4, 9, 13, and 27. Next Friday, October the 7th, it will be 1,400 euro, and you know where to play, as Jelly always says. You can play it online, go to any of their social media pages, find the link there, or go to the Clubs app app. Um, I don't have one in from Central State at the minute, Davey, but uh, I'll try to find something before you finish. Perfect, Mickey. Uh, so I'll start on my own club in Corton GFC. Uh, our results from last Friday night, we had an 11,000 jackpot, which wasn't won. The numbers were 21, 27, 28, and 31, all high numbers. Uh, five 20 euro winners were Eileen Kenny, Mary Rennix, Chloe Noon, Cathy Moyles, and Eamon and Elaine Clark. The 50 euro Hogan's uh, farm shop voucher went to Jazz Foley and uh, we go again on Friday night with 11,100 euro at cartoongaa.com forward slash lotto. Next up is Waterstown and their results from last week, the second, uh, which was only last night, sorry. Um, the numbers drawn were 4, 7, 11 and 22. They had no winner, um, but they had four players who matched three numbers and they were Agnes Carroll, Emma Norton, Pat Reynolds and Donald Trainer. Uh, they go again next week with three and a half thousand. Minolte next in and their results from Sunday night. The numbers drawn were eight, ten, twelve, and fifteen. They had no jackpot winner, but they had six match three winners who each collect thirty-five euro. John Brogan, Mikey Smith, Edwina Alwell, Paul McCabe, David Daly, and Oren uh, Kellett. One special online prize of fifty euro went to Paula McMahon. And they'll go again on Sunday night with €4,800. Gil Columkill are the next club up on their results from last week. 7, 13, 15 and 30, the numbers. Their jackpot's at 12000 which is currently capped at. And they'll stay at that for another week because it wasn't won. They had the following match three winners who will share €150 Euro between them. Sean Drew, Carmel Riley and Barney O'Rourke. Uh, Blackhall Gales are next up. And their results from the 26th of September. The numbers were 7, 13, 15, and 20. No jackpot winner. 30 euro winners were Anne Murphy, <clears throat> Kevin and Celia Sweeney, Hazel Ferris, and Helen O'Dowd. The seller's prize went to Aidan Ferris. The next draw takes place on the 10th of the 10th, and it's live from Kimmins Football Pitch with a jackpot of 10,000 euro up for grabs there. Longwood are the next club up and uh, their results from last week, the 26th, the next draw takes place tonight, the third, uh, 9,000 of a jackpot it is, they had no jackpot winner last time out, uh, Mick Kenny, Jill Bugle and Connor Kelly were the lucky dip winners, 2, 14, 24 and 26 the numbers in that one. Castletown are next in, and their results from the 27th of September, 4,500 euro of a jackpot wasn't won, 8, 14, 20, and 26. 30 euro lucky dip winners were Jack Farley, Donald Conway, Killian Connor, and Kayla Price, Margaret Carey, and Marnie Daly. Navino Matneys, their results from the 27th of September, they had no winner. Uh, the match three winners were Ethan Fitzsimons, Claire O'Toole, Elsie Gorman and Rosie Gillespie, 3, 7, 19 and 22, the numbers, 5,300 euro up for grabs next time around. Manalvi, 
The results from last Monday night, 7, 11, 20 and 28. No jackpot winner. Three 20 euro winners were Jerry Larkin, Linda Boyle and John Prenderville. Their next draw takes place tonight. 800 euro up for grabs at manalvgfc.ie or you can play it on the Club Force app. Trumbara, 4,300 euro last time out. Wasn't won. 6, 15, 18 and 25. The 30 euro winners were Yvonne uh, Cooper, Carol Farley, Jean Campbell, Noel... Brogan, Linda Carey, and uh, yeah, they go again next, uh, sorry, this week. Uh, the Chocolate and Royal Gales. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, a fair list of them, isn't it? <laughs> Under pressure here. Um, their results from last Monday night, the 26th, 8, 11, 19, and 24. The numbers, eight match three winners collecting 25 euro each. Francis Maloney, David Edwards, Margaret Marr, Darren O'Gorman, Kieran O'Reardon, Matt Cottrell, and Yolanda Kelly by two. The next draw takes place tonight at half eight live on Facebook and it's a 3,400 euro jackpot at Club Force. And that, thanks be to God, is that. Well, I found something from Central Sound Lero Lotto last week. Wasn't one. It was 2,700. No, sorry, it was 2,600. And uh, uh, this weekend, sorry, this Monday, today, when we're recording this podcast, the Lotto is 2,700. If it's not one, next week it will be 2,800. You can do that on smartlotto.ie or go to any of their social media pages and you'll find it. I'd say the reason why we have nothing in from Centralstown at the moment is because, of course, they have the uh, the Finnegans participating in uh, Ireland's fittest family, Davy, and uh, their captain of their team is Nina Carberry. So, you know, we want to wish uh, Paul Owen, Carl and Orla Finnegan the very best luck. I know that they were on the telly last night. I don't know how they got on, Davy. So, um, how you want a spoiler? Go on. They're out. They're out. Well, yeah. hard luck to the Finnegans. <laughs> um, but uh, I know Paul, lovely man. And uh, yeah, look, it's, I'd say that the, the guys out in Centristown were, were probably busy with that. How did you end up watching that last night and you out in the beer? I didn't watch it last night, Mickey. I watched it today. <laughs> you watched it today. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. But um, maybe we'll get the, the Centristown PRO back in line now after, uh, after their exit from the... Um, from, from Ireland's fittest family but uh, yeah Davy, it's time now for Instagram Interactive and I know that the, the people have been in contact for sure this week Oh there's an absolute plethora of Instagram Interactive this week um, a huge barrage of uh, ones coming in so we'll we'll get the ball rolling and uh, try and rattle through as many as we possibly can Mickey um, <coughs> excuse me we'll start with um my God, there's that many that might, I'm still scrolling. Um, we'll start with Daniel Mannix and we've sort of covered it, uh, the upcoming hurling finals. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we talked about them and we're, we're looking forward to them. Um, Davy, our small ball expert, uh, Davy the buff Rispin, as he's now known, um, will be, uh, in Park Tolchin loving the hurling finals. Yeah, absolutely can't wait. Uh, Anne-Marie McKenna said, Minolte were robbed. Desperate refereeing, I'm afraid. Um, you spoke about this. No extra time played at all at the end of the game. No additional time, no injury time. Referee blew the whistle up on the stroke of full time. Um, I'm not sure if the referee is obliged to play additional time at the end of a game. I think he is. I'm not sure. But I don't know if... Uh, if anything can be done about it, it's 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 just it's a desperate, desperate um, way to finish a game. And 
to go out, referee not playing any additional time at the end of a game to give you a chance. Yeah, yeah, and they just missed a free before that, and Ultons went down the other end and got the winner, yeah. Uh, hammer blow. Joseph Shepherd Brady said, Summerhill's defensive blanket be strong enough to stop Retolt. Well, it's funny. Um, you know, I thought we'd seen the last of Summerhill's defensive uh, blanket. They, they, I suppose they were, they were adopting that for the last couple of years. This year, they've brought in a really attacking element to it as well. Um, it will be very interesting to see if that if they are playing with a blanket, Davy, you saw this game, if they are playing with some sort of a blanket, if they'll be able to stop Rathod, because it's it's we've said this for the last number of weeks about Rathod. It's not like they have one man that they you need to stop. Um they will get scores from all around the field. Yeah, well like Rathod are probably averaging three goals a game. Session haven't conceded a goal in the championship so far. Summerhill. So- or so, so, sorry, Summerhill, essentially, and I said, uh, they have, unfortunately. But it's a real clash of styles. Now, Summerhill can mix it up and play some lovely attacking football as well. And I do hope they come out and do that because it should make for a terrific final. But there's too much quality on show for it not to be that, even though you could have said that for last weekend and it was a little bit yeah. of a damn squib. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed next week it'll be better. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be one to watch anyway, that's for sure. It could be a tactical... Battle, well, it will be a complete tactical battle between David Brady and Conor Gillespie. Richie Judge wants to know will this finally be Dunsany's year? Will it be Dunsany's year? Well, like, funny thing is, is that we said it last week on the podcast, you know, we're not seeing the swashbuckling attacking football from Dunsany that we've been used to seeing over the last number of years. They're quite defensive and they're more rounded as a team. And then they go out and absolutely obliterate. Um, uh, they obliterated on the weekend. Ballinock is right, like they went out and obliterated Ballinock, um, for 17 to 7 or whatever it was. So, you know, maybe if they can get the balance right, but they're coming up against a really, really good team in, in Castletown. I'm really interested to see that game. I think that that final could be an absolute cracker because there's going to be some quality footballers on show. Yeah, uh, Deck F done as a couple. He says, Ballinabracky, what a team. But then he goes on to say, O'Mahony's, what is going on? Look, certs for relegation. Yeah, they have done for, from a long way out, in fairness, Davey. I suppose you look at their league campaign and whatever. Um, St. Justin have been operating in a league below them. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's yet to be seen. But you'd have to say, going by what St. Justin have been scoring, in, in, in most of their games, that they should go on and win this game. They will concede against Navin O'Matneys, there's no doubt about it, and they will concede more than, uh, or Navin O'Matneys will put up a bigger score than they have been for a while, but I I, I still reckon Centrosin should get the job done. Yeah, uh, Rob Herfield said no Bulmers on tap there, that's uh, in reference to the picture from the Blackwater Inn. It's pure Malibu and milk on tap in, in there, Mickey, as you know. Oh right, I thought you were on vodka and coke. Yeah, I actually was for a while, yeah. But uh, George ran out of milk. I, I did. I think I had one Malibu and milk, but uh, it was the end of the night. And you had Malibu and milk, milk after vodka and coke. Yeah. And you wonder was... why you're not well today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, self-inflicted, yeah. Absolutely, I'll take take full responsibility for that. Colin McAreevy said terrible semi-finals, both in intermediate and senior. Yeah, I suppose the one-sided nature of all the semi-finals is um, the disappointing aspect to it. Is it worrying? 
it could be. Um, it could be very worried if, if, if you know. Um, but I do think that in both the senior and in the intermediate, what has kind of happened is that the two best teams on paper have avoided each other right up until the final and have won their games. So when you look at it, I do think that Summerhill and Rathoto were probably the two best teams on paper this year and in form, and they've met each other in the final. And the same maybe with the intermediate. Delik Belliestown have been awesome, in fairness. I didn't know whether Delik Belliestown would have the gumption to go on uh, and and win the semi-final against Dundry, who are seasoned campaigners. We've seen how good Delik Belliestown have been all year. And I think this is... A, like They beat Kenny as well in the last group game. Isn't that right, Davey? Yeah, um, You know, so it's definitely... <laughs> like that, that intermediate final is going to be no walkover for for Dunchotland. Yeah, Dar Tui uh, just said Mon Dulik Bellustown. Um, I know he's been regularly contributing to this as well, so he's right behind them from the start. Um, couple in from Joey the Moon. I'm just trying to get his full. It's Joey Mooney, of course it is. He said Sidden's midfield getting schooled by Rian McConnell. Honestly. Um, I I just think that Rian McConnell is a Rolls Royce of a footballer. He's very very slight, yeah. uh, in stature, slender, isn't he? Yeah, slender. Yeah, but his bravery, his his um, his willingness to get on the ball, his his all round play, left foot, right foot, his brain, his footballing brain. I thought. I thought I was watching one of the best senior footballers in the county when I was watching Rian mm-hmm. McConnell uh, on Sunday morning in uh, Drumcondrath, and yeah, he was he was he was incredible. He stood out and shoulders above everybody. I think. Joey also wants to know why is the Wolf Tones keeper listed as number thirty-two? Is there a reason they don't use the number one? I'm not sure about that, Davy. Do you know yourself? Is there no, a reason for it? I, I actually haven't a clue. Uh, I, he's wore it all year, though. So, uh, Kieran Gallagher, I, I have no idea. Could be a superstitious thing. It could be. Did they re- did they um, retire the goalkeeper's jersey for Davy Nolan when he gave up playing? I don't know. No, I don't know. I know. Ke- I know. Keen Farnan, who was in goals for them last year, has gone travelling. So yeah. maybe he brought the number one with him. Yeah, and, uh, could have been that. Possibly something like that. God only knows. Um, Cahill Donoghue, again, wants to talk about the amount of injury time played in the Minaldi game. Or the lack thereof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we've we've touched on that already. It is, it's not right. Um, I suppose there's nothing to say that Minaldi would have got a score or anything like that, but the fact is, is that they weren't given the opportunity. Yeah. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. 
If you need any more information on the Ottomore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County Meath. Joe McQueen, said, let's hope they're saving the close games for the finals. Yeah. Um, well, look, as, again, it's, it's, it's leading back to what I just said. I think that we've got the best mm-hmm. two uh, senior teams, the best two intermediate teams, and probably the best two junior teams and junior B teams in the finals. I think that all when you look across all four championships, we probably couldn't argue with that. So if that is anything to go by, we should be treated to four incredible uh, finals from junior B to senior. Yeah, fingers crossed. Ryan Dunn has said Drumcondrat's beautiful pitch. Yeah, absolutely. I have to say the grounds up there, in Drumcondrat. Yeah, yeah the, the grounds up in Drumcondrat um, looking really well. The pitch itself was in great nick. Um, uh, it was a little bit soft. We had heavy rain all day Saturday, but the pitch stood up to it. And um, tiny little bit soft, like but not cutting up. You know that kind of way. Um, some some but, crowd at. Did ah, you see Dunica Boyle's tweet. Uh, no, I didn't see his tweet, but there was an incredible. He, it was like it was like an All Ireland final day. He took the picture from the road and just cars like abandoned everywhere on the yeah. road. Yeah, no, sure. Look, it was it was the game of the weekend. It was Sydney and Castleton, a massive, massive local derby. All of the players would have played with each other um, at some stage yeah. growing up with with, with the, the amalgamation up there. Like, and I'd say most of them are probably related as well. There was that many Farleys and Guineas across both teams, and um, that there, there had to have been some sort of uh, relations uh, playing against each other. Um, but uh, yeah, I have to say. Kudos to Drum Condrit and the pitch uh, looking great. Marty Mulhall said, Weekend pass for the games spent near the mortgage attending games this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, I, I, it is something they have to look at. I don't know why they don't do it. There are lots of people who love to get around the county and go to see all the games. So, why they don't do a weekend pass is beyond me. Rian McConnell said, Shamey Doherty's big impact for Castletown. Uh, Rian McConnell. No, sorry, Rian Monaghan said Shamey oh, Doherty's right. big impact for Castleton. Yeah, Shamey Doherty did come on and do well. Got a very fortuitous goal that put clear daylight between the teams. Um, and, uh, you know, that was the, the key score that meant that they were able to push on. And, uh, and you know, it was a comfortable victory for Castleton in the end. Up until he got that goal, there was only, what, four points between the teams. Mm. Reen also asked who's favourites for the junior championship Castletown or Dunsany that's a hard one isn't it to call Davey um, I, did, I did a poll Mickey you did a poll mm. 63% reckon Castletown wow yeah it's interesting um, isn't it well look Dunsany have been in eight junior finals and never won mm. and Castletown you know have been a top end intermediate team for years and then came down what was it two years ago um, you know, I haven't been able to get out. I think it's a 50 50, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, Philip McDermott says, You stop Huey Corcoran, you stop Drumbarra. I don't think so. And he has two ashoosh, like Buff Egan would say. Um, <laughs> tell you, Mickey, if they won a championship, I'm, I'm going on a holiday for about two weeks because. <laughs> but did they stop Huey Corcoran? No, they didn't. No, this is the whole thing. I did say that in in our preview of the game. I said, it's, it's all right and fine saying if you stop Huey Corcoran, you'll stop Drumbarra. But, you know, I, I made the analogy of, you know, they say that about Mickey Newman. If you stop Mickey Newman, and who's able to stop Mickey Newman? Nobody. So you never know. Huey Corcoran mightn't be able to be stopped. 
and uh, he wasn't. He's uh, he's really proven his weight in gold. Yeah, he's pretty good. So, uh, Shawnee Shawnee Leary said Cortown four red cards. Uh, yeah, Davy, we we talked about that at the top of the podcast. Four red cards and a black card um, as well. Two red cards for St Bridget's. It seemed like a an absolute dinger of a game there. Yeah, it was. It was good. Uh, big crowd at that as well. And by the way, Kilmainham in tip-top shape again, similar to Jim Condrick. Big crowd, lovely surface, uh, great venue for football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. So um, you're just uh, deflecting away from the four right yeah, cards. Yeah, we, we've talked three, enough about it. And the three suspensions for the first round of the championship next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm tender enough today, Mickey. You're going to really throw all that at me. It's nearly 12 months away. <laughs> yeah, well, you start thinking about that, Dave. Uh, Were you one of the red cards in Denton? No, no, I was very well behaved. Um, Rian Kelly said, will Nafina ever get to a final? Does he mean again? Because they were in the 2015 final and was it the 2013 final? Yeah. They were beaten by Summerhill in 13 and 2015. They were beaten by Navin O'Matney. So um, I'm sure Nafina will get to another final. Hmm. Sean Clancy said, how tight is Dunshocklin and Dulik going to be? Uh, it all... <laughs> yeah, see... Here's me doubting Dulik Bellion's turn again. I think the Chocolate have proved it to me now that how good they are. She's um, taken long enough. Uh, well, I said once they got over at Kenny, I said that that would be their biggest test. Um, but for me, Dulik Bellion's turn, it's all about how they hold themselves going into this final. Is it about will they let the occasion get to them over the next couple of weeks and the build up and the whole lot because it's going to be massive for the club? Um, there's no doubt in the ability. Delete Bellia's turn. It's the belief, as I always say. They seem to have that belief about them now. And if if form, current form is out to go by, we should be in for an absolutely cracking high score and open game of football. Yeah. Uh PS Tapes, uh, a rare contribution from him. Uh said the new ham sandwich album Magnify is top drawer, heading for number one. Yeah, I heard a couple of clips from, from the new Ham Sandwich album um, and uh, the songs on it sound top-notch, all right. So um, do do give it a listen if you're out there and, and download it if you can. Conlet McLaren said retort for the double. Yeah, I was talking about this earlier on. I do have that feeling. Um, you know, and we'll know, we'll know whether it's still on or not this time. Uh, well, ne- next this time next week, it'll be Monday, so we should definitely know by then. Jimmy Corcoran said, any chance for Drumbara player in the team of the week? Not a hope. Not a Probably hope. Probably not, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Owen Feely just said, up slain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, true to that Junior B final. And, um, you know, they've they've just been simmering along nicely, getting players back and, you know, getting to full fitness around the right time of the year as well. So that should be a very interesting uh, junior B final. It'll be interesting to see what way the jerseys go in that game as well. Yeah. Uh, Sean Doyle said Mitchell's on fire. Which Mitchell's now? Luke. <laughs> oh, oh, Mitchell is on fire. Okay, yeah. Luke Mitchell is on fire. I was like, Mitchell's, I was like, oh, which, who, who's this group of people? Yeah, yeah, Luke Mitchell has been flying. He's been, he's had a fantastic, fantastic season. Um, Jack Dunn said, Ivan Hoy's form for Castletown all year. Nah, he was brilliant. He was absolutely awesome again on the weekend. And um, yeah, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he could be joint captain as well of the team. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, wouldn't he love it to be going up the steps to uh, collect the Junior B title? Philip O'Brien said, lads, is there any way you can make your live commentaries available to listen to later on? And I explained to Philip, you can. You just literally yeah. go into the Mixler app. Make sure you follow us. So go in and follow us because you'll get notified when we go live in the future. But and it doesn't cost anything. It's no, not, completely free. It's just, um, you just have to follow the, the account. That's all. Yeah. And there's a little uh, icon down the bottom. It's a show reel. And in there, you'll find all of our recordings. Now, Mickey, you're an absolute devil for not publishing your recordings afterwards. Uh, I'd be always giving out to you about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you just literally click publish um, after it. But uh, most of them are, are there for you to enjoy. And I, there is actually a good few people who I've noticed have <coughs> signed up after and gone back and listened to it, which is good. So it's all there. Hours yeah, and hours absolutely. of um, coverage. You know, I, I hope they're not going back to listen for, for, for some liable comment that I probably made or something like that on the commentaries. But um, yeah, um, uh, look, Commentaries have been excellent. The quality of the sound and everything across them has been brilliant. And to be able to bring these games, and again, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in um, and making it possible. The listenership has been incredible. The numbers on uh, listening yeah. to these games has been so, so high. You would not believe it. Um, we're not talking tens, twenties, hundreds. We're talking up into the thousands, like, which, is, which is amazing. Absolutely incredible stuff. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, James McDonough said, "Are Nafina cursed when it comes to semi-finals?" Um, I don't. I don't think you could say they were cursed. I think they were well beaten. Like they weren't unlucky, or the, you know, things didn't go. The, the things didn't go right for them. Yeah, but like they weren't really in the game. I, I don't think. You know, the the better team won, and that was it. I don't think you could say you're cursed because you just lost the semi-final. Nafina are a real top six team in in Mead, and have established themselves as that top eight team. You know, there is a group of maybe three or four teams at the very, very top that could go on and win that senior championship. Um, Nafina just need to take it to the next level. They need to maybe uh, strengthen the squad a little bit more or something like that. Um, but they are not far away. Matot are just that little step ahead of them at the moment. But Nafina are no fear of, or the, 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 there's no fear of uh, Nafina ending up in a relegation battle or anything like that in the next couple of years. Yeah, D Crowley asked, will the Hurling final be streamed by any chance? I'll sadly be travelling. Yeah, I don't think that uh, me and GA are going to be um, streaming anything for the foreseeable anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the Sean Corbett, I think, is the last one. He said, may split Retolton too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that could be one. I had to do all right. Split Retolton too. Um when you see the squad that they have, Davey, you know, I'd love to be privy to some of their in-house games, um, you know, because they could, they could easily have two senior teams in the senior championship. I was going to say they probably have two in-house games going on side by side on the different pitches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that many people. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've, they've, they've two. They've an in-house game with subs for both teams, you know, like a, a, a huge amount of subs. Like, what, 50 on the panel? Was it 49 on the panel for the game on the weekend? Actually, just on that, um, there's talk of a new team uh, entering Mead. I don't know if you've heard of this, Mickey. No, I haven't. Um, they're, let me get their name right. I think it's Eastern Gales they're going to be called. And they're not, I'm not going to say they're a spin-off to Column Gills because they're not, but they're over very close to St. Column Gills. And I believe... 
if they do get the green light to 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 come to fruition, that a lot of the players will be comprised of fellas that would have previously maybe played in some way, shape or form for column kills. So it's a really interesting one. Um, I think we might know the outcome of it by next week as well. Okay, so they've put in a, a request to set up a new team. Yeah, uh, but it's not col- it's not coming from Column Kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a completely separate entity. Exactly, it's a, new clu- exactly. a new club altogether. Yeah, um, which is interesting. You think you did miss one? I'm just on the the um, Instagram there, Davy. Now at the minute, so I am. I'm very very cool. So I am. Senior football championship relegation final was one of the talking points as well. Yeah, I suppose we talked about it really, hadn't we? Um, yeah, between, um, between Tension and Avonimani's yeah. again, I suppose, um, at the very earlier on. Um, as I said to you, I do think that it's worrying times for 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 um, for the area around Avon. Um and there's so many teams. You're talking about this new East Mead Gales um, yeah. over there. There's so many clubs around Navin that. If a player is not getting played with a team or is not has moved away from playing GEA or whatever, he can always join a club around Navin. There's 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 a multitude of them, but something just not going well in Navin at the moment. Mm, it's it's a strange one. Um, it's coming at that time of the year, Mickey. Where like we're obviously we'll probably start doing shows on this in a few weeks' time. The managerial merry-go-round. It's one of our real favourites over the winter months. Um, and there is definitely already movement in the club scene. However, mm. I I I I reckon. And I have it fairly right that I think by the time we sit down to do this podcast next week, there will be a new Mead senior ladies manager in place. Um, I think that's that's pretty finalised, but that's all we can really say at this point in time. But yeah. um, it'll be an interesting one. There's already some clubs around Mead as well that have lost some managers, uh, Davey, since the end of their their championship runs. Michaels, uh, Trevor Bannon has parted ways with them. Very yeah. disappointed to hear that, but obviously the you know the commute he has. I think he's he's not even. I don't think he's even living in Ballinabracky. I think he could be in Mullingar somewhere. It's it's, an, it's a serious drive. He did an incredible job with them. Uh, obviously won the league as well. Um, a big one is Rat Kenny Shaggy McManus uh, after just being knocked out so narrowly by Dunchocklin a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's he stepped aside and. Uh, our own Corton as well, Davy Dalton, um, resigned after our semi-final as well uh, on on Sunday afternoon. So a, a good two-year stint for Davy. Um, so we'll be on the lookout as well. Yeah, breaking news. Um, there you have it. Um, you know, hot off the press. <laughs> Davy didn't even give him time to get home when he's announced it. <laughs> oh, no, listen. Uh, I'm just trying to. If there's anyone out there that's listening, you know, just just DM me if you're interested in the job. Um, and and we'd absolutely give you the the bit of airtime. There there definitely is more, Mickey, and we'll probably start hearing about them in the coming weeks. Um, and we'll do we'll definitely do a show about it because it's it's always good fun. Yeah, it really is. Well, our focus on uh, for the next few weeks will be firmly on the championship finals and of course then the Leinster campaigns we will then obviously be bringing you all of the information on the regional championship whenever we get that and get that gets up and running and um, it'll then be time to be doing the likes of the managerial merry-go-round and uh, we'll keep an eye on that last year it was absolutely brilliant David you remember there was what is there 60 60 clubs in Mead roughly yeah. and uh, over half of them 
were looking for football managers and we had a spreadsheet and everything done that we were filling it in as we were going along on a weekly basis so uh, yeah that is something that keeps us um, and of course Colm O'Rourke is leaving uh, the Simonstown job to take over the B team so um, Barry Callaghan as well Barry Callaghan leaving Dundry so uh, already we've got a half a show there Davey Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, so that's it I think there's nothing else from our Instagram interactive no that's all well, again, just again to remind our uh, patrons and our listeners, um, the 22nd of October, we're going to be having the Kiko Sports uh, Team of the Year and All-Stars Awards Night in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. This is a free entry on the night. Um, we will have all our nominations for 1 to 15, and we will be announcing the team on the evening in question, where the players involved will receive their All-Star jersey um, for 2022 will be the Kiko Sports All-Star jersey. The ga- this event has been held in Blackwater and in Kells. It will start at 8 o'clock. Saturday the 22nd of October. Please come down. We want as many people to come down and enjoy the night with us as possible. It's going to be a cracking night in the Blackwater Inn. There will be music, there will be entertainment, there will be um, speakers hopefully on the night and of course the presentation, there will be drinks promotions as well. There's going to be loads of stuff going on. George and Patricia are putting in a massive effort into this as well and we would just ask that our listeners come down. We will be doing it as well in partnership with So Sad the Charity. Again, it's up to you. It's not, not, uh, you're not obliged to, but we will have buckets there on the night. And if you want to make a contribution to So Sad, um, a charity that, uh, uh, is involved, I suppose, has touched the hearts of so many people across the county in the last number of years. Um, we'd like to see you all down there in the Blackwater Inn to support us, support So Sad, and of course to support club players across Mead who will be presented with their all-star jerseys for 2022. Davy, I know you're excited and you're looking forward to it. Can't wait for it, Mickey. Um, getting close now, isn't it? Yeah, we only have yeah. another round of games to watch before we actually have to really nail our colours to the mast and pick the team of the year, which I'm kind of dreading. Really looking forward to it, but dreading at the same time. Um, yeah. it, it'll be a great night. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Great charity partner on board as well. And obviously in the Blackwater with Kiko Sports on board. It, it should be brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, um, we look forward to that. We look forward to seeing you stand there. But for this episode of your We Are Mead, it is done. Remember, We Are Mead, why matters more.